Welcome back to another episode of Love It There. There was something very exciting that happened last night, and I feel like it's only right if we kind of recap it on here. Kelsey, (laughs) would you like to fill us in? (laughs) Well, this okay, this is not going to become a Taylor Swift podcast, but we have to acknowledge the trailblazing that she's doing right now, okay? So (laughs) we... So the Grammys happened last night as of recording this. We're recording on Monday by Thursday. You guys will probably already be tired of hearing about it, but I feel like we just have to acknowledge that Taylor Swift is releasing another album. Are you kidding me? I don't understand how this woman has time I don't for either. anything. Like that's my thing is like no matter if you don't like her or you don't like her music, what, which I do, but for anybody out there, you have to acknowledge and respect. This woman is doing a world tour, which she doesn't have openers. It's a three-hour set. She's doing that all herself. She's re-recording her old music and yeah. she's freaking releasing a brand new album. And she's, like, traveling around going to Travis Kelsey's games. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, and her boyfriend is playing in the Super Bowl. That's what I mean. What else can go right for this woman? I don't understand. Well, that's what – so when we posted or when we talked about this in our last podcast episode about – I was, like, Taylor Swift's peaking higher than anyone else has ever. And that's what I mean. Just, like, the well-rounded just – Everything in her life is going so well right now. And, of course, this is from an outsider's perspective. Could she be having some inner turmoil about something? Yes, of course. But just from from us mere mortals down here on Earth, <laughs> this is what it looks like. Yeah. And everyone was, like, commenting on our YouTube and on the Instagram, like, so-and-so had more – like, The weekend has more listens on Spotify and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, okay, but – the weekend isn't doing all these things and dating. The weekend is not on news uh, headlines every single weekend <laughs> and carrying the economy on his back. So yeah, that's like what I, I mean. love the weekend. I support the weekend. I've right. seen him in concert and I haven't seen Taylor Swift in concert. But like, I will sit here and say that Taylor Swift is peaking way more. It's insane. And I also wanted to. <laughs> so when I went to the Taylor Swift concert this past summer, there was this girl. I mean, when we talk about the fans of Taylor Swift, they are crazy. Like, I love Taylor Swift, but I'm not at this level as this girl who was next to me at the concert. Now, I paid like $120 for tickets up in. I mean, we were so far away. The I literally. Rafters, yeah. I brought binoculars to the concert. That's oh. how far away our seats were. That's and I so used them. I passed them down to <laughs> the girls that were standing next to me. But anyways, this one girl, she was probably, I don't know, 13. And we are so far away. And yet she's screaming down at Taylor like, play. I don't even remember what song she was requesting. Play Cardigan. Play Cardigan. She's like screaming it like Taylor's going to hear her. And also like she doesn't have her set already planned. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, if you're this big of a fan, you need to be closer. We are up here. Anyways. So this girl is screeching the words to the songs. Not just singing along, but she's. I feel like I should just play the clip because because I recorded, I I literally videoed her. Yeah, I feel like like you're not going to understand unless you hear it. Yeah. I mean, this is – if you have our volume up, like, kind of loud, maybe maybe turn it down for this part because <laughs> your ears might be um, – Bleeding. Might be hurt. So that's why <laughs> – I'm pulling this video up right now. But that's why I wanted to watch the Aeros Tour video because I was like, 
I need to actually see what it was like and not how it sounded Just with hear this girl screeching. screeching in my ear. <laughs> so, okay. Let me get this all ready here. Let's see if this works. That's when she saw me recording her. That's when she saw me. So then we had to stop. So you had to like casually put it away. Yeah, she. I'll we'll post the video. Our YouTube will have it. But this girl had a one of those knee braces on. Like she literally just got out of an ACL surgery repair. Like it was this giant (laughs) knee brace, and she's up in the rafters. I'm like, honey, if you're this dedicated, somebody should. Somebody should have bought you lower seats. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. These Taylor Swift fans, they're on another level. But I feel like that always happens at concerts. Like, I was just talking about the weekend concert that I went to. And that was the same way. Like, all the videos I got, it's just all, like, this girl right next to me that's, like, screaming the song so loud like it's it's bad when your voice is in the background like singing along right but it's also like kind of worse when it's like some rando that's just like screaming and ruining every (laughs) single piece of evidence of the concert well I felt like this girl was just trying to lose her voice so that she could go to school the next day and be like Oh, yeah. Sorry, I lost my voice because I was screaming so loud at the Taylor Swift concert. Oh, I'm not sick. Yeah. It's just raspy because I was with Taylor. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, oh, man. But, you know, I'm happy for her. I'm glad she got to experience that. Sounds like she had the time of her life. She was probably waiting for that day for years. Oh, definitely. She was peaking. (laughs) Talk about peaking. Okay. Well, enough about Taylor Swift. We talk about her enough. But what else did was there anything else notable from the Grammys that you Miley saw? Cyrus won her first Grammy, so super happy I for believe her. That's her first one. She that's you should watch if me. you Hallie, if you haven't seen the video of her performing because she won the Grammy for Flowers. And so if you haven't so then and then she performed that live at the Grammys. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched that video of her performing, you should watch. She was just living her life. She was just on another level of happiness and just her carefree spirit. She was just having so much fun up there. And I was just, so how awesome. could you not be so happy for her? She was just yeah. so excited. Oh, was, I feel like it was she's so cool. like, yeah, her whole transformation is like so fun to watch. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I only, I saw like one little clip of her performance and it was of her like throwing the microphone and like oh, yeah. walking away. And it, no, I was she like, literally, wow, that was she, a power move. She had so much fun. It was great. I also enjoyed watching Billie Eilish and her brother perform the song that they wrote for Barbie. Oh, that's it was so cool. So good. I love that song and I love them that like they're, they're the sibling duo. Yes, yeah. that they, I don't know. I just love, he's like so supportive of her. You know the story of like how she got famous, right? Like how. Yeah. Like, she so yeah, she recorded ahead. a song for like a school project and he like helped her with that, right? I think it was her brother's I, I could be wrong on this. I might have this confused, but I thought it was like her brother was like trying to get into producing and so he like had a school project for it and like recorded her singing it. Okay. For and his he, like, like produced production. It. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was ocean eyes right and that's like the song that blew up yeah yeah which i think is just like so So cool cool. i know yeah i love them 
But anyways, okay, this is not a pop culture podcast. We are getting into our regular travel <laughs> content. So it's good to keep each other updated, though. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, so no, our episode today is going to be good. We're going to do San Francisco, California today. So San Francisco is somewhere that I personally have not been, but Kelsey has, and she's going to give us everything we need to know about San Francisco, and I'm excited to hear about it. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode on San Francisco. Okay, so Kelsey is going to run through three must-dos and three things to skip in San Francisco. But before we get into that, should we discuss the flooding situation that's currently going on in California? I feel like that's like a current event. Yeah. So there's tons of rain and flooding that's happening in California. Major, major rainfall. Like I guess they had 10 inches of rain in a 24-hour period, which is like beat this record. I can't even fathom. It's like the most rain they've had in a... 24-hour period in almost 100 years. So it's big time. Like lots of people are without power because they're having – there was like gusts of wind up to 100 – over 100 miles an hour. So there's fallen power lines, fallen trees. Like events are getting canceled. It's crazy. And I guess it's – which I had never heard of this, but I was like looking up like why they're getting so much rain, what's going on. And it's this weather event called Atmospheric Rivers. Have you ever heard of this, Hallie? No. Okay, so I hadn't either. I guess it's where warm water evaporates, in this case from the Pacific Ocean, and then it's carried by really strong winds forming currents of water in the air like a river. And then that's what causes the rain. And I guess like most of California's precipitation is due to this phenomenon of the atmospheric rivers. But there's different scales of these storms and... So this is like a category three storm. So it's like pretty decent. I can't imagine what a category five storm would be if 10 inches of rain is only category three. I know. So that's insane. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So is this weather phenomenon, is that why like Seattle and Portland or like get a lot of rain is because of the atmospheric rivers. I think so. Yeah, because then as it goes down, they typically get less and less. Okay. But right now it's like moved on from San Francisco and now it's down into like the southern part of California like LA, San Diego. Now they're getting a lot of the rain mm-hmm. and they like normally never get rain. They're like not this. used to that. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so hopefully any of our California listeners y'all are doing okay because that's crazy. And California um, gets hit hard by I know. No, because if it's not the raining, it's the wildfires, wildfires yeah. the mudslides. The Midwest, yeah. we just get tornadoes every once in a while. So Yeah, that is true. We do complain about our crazy weather, but if you think about like extreme weather events, like I yeah, feel we like don't we have can't hurricanes. Complain. We don't have yeah. wildfires. Yeah. We love to talk about how horrible the weather is here, but it's really, I don't know, kind of puts it into perspective a little bit. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't complain. It's like exactly. 60 degrees and sunny here today. So I'll take oh. it. In Indy, it was? Yeah, it was so oh, nice today. It's supposed to be amazing all week. We had great weather this week and it was so sunny. I cried tears of joy. And then now it's back to our <laughs> regularly scheduled programming. I did not see an 
inch of blue sky today and it was 35 degrees so wow but anyways we're not talking about detroit Detroit we are talking about san francisco which san francisco typically does have good weather it's like perpetually fall weather the warmest months of the year are usually september october randomly and the average high in those months is like 71 so it never gets super super hot it's always like a lot of times it hangs out between like 50s and 70s but they do get a lot of fog it's so common they actually have a name for it they call it carl the fog which is just so funny they'll be like what so anytime it's foggy they're like oh there's carl exactly yeah yeah that's so funny which is just wonder how you know caught on (laughs) you know someone randomly was just like oh, Carl's out today. And someone's like, who's Carl? Oh, the fog. And then everybody just started doing that. Yeah, that's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. But I guess June and August are the most foggy months. So if you're trying to plan a trip out to San Francisco, definitely like early fall, September, October, you're going to get the warmest weather. Some of the summer tourists are going to be gone and hopefully you have less foggy days. We went in May and it was really nice. Actually, we... The first day we got there, it was super sunny. We got to see the Golden Gate Bridge. And then the next like two, three days we were there, it was pretty foggy. So it would Weird. I never knew that. It can be so foggy that you truly can't even see the Golden Gate Bridge. So I was really glad that we got there the first day and it was sunny and got to see it because yeah. that's so iconic. I mean, you want to go to Imagine you plan that. like, yeah, a whole trip and the whole time you like can't even get a good view of it that would be right. so sad I know so yeah we were lucky that the first day it was really nice but yeah I mean San Francisco San Francisco has a lot to offer it's got you know the weather that's decent year-round obviously not because of the rains right now but they have the beaches that are really pretty you're not going to be wanting to swim very often but it, you can at least like see the water which is so nice and yeah you know, do little picnics on the beach whatever they have lots of like parks and green space there's hike tons of hikes nearby the food scene is great they've got good nightlife it's a really good city for young adults and like young working professionals so we had a great time on our trip okay so what are your three must do's in san francisco okay my first one is go to Muir Woods. It's the closest like Redwoods to San Francisco. And it's like a 30, 40 minute drive across the Golden Gate Bridge. And there's tons of hiking opportunities here in this park. And it was me and Jack. So me and Jackson went um, as his like law school when he graduated law school. This is what we did. We did the San Francisco trip and we did so much on this trip, but this was our favorite thing by far that we did was hike oh, cool. through Muir Woods. The tallest redwood tree there is 258 feet tall, which is just hard to even comprehend how tall that is as a tree. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. I mean, we're just walking through the forest like, look how big this tree is. And we just stop <laughs> and be like, oh my gosh, it's huge. But and, and, you know, like the rings, if you like cut a tree in half and you see the stump, you can count the rings and that's how yeah. old it is. The average age of the trees there are between like 600 and 800 years old. So these are just not only tall, but they're thick. So <laughs> these are just big, big trees. Thick trees. 
But it's so cool. They're thick out there in San Francisco. They they are. And it's it's just I mean, we don't have those. We have these skinny little pine and birch trees here. So it was just really cool. And yeah. I do love a good hike. So Me too. I guess the, that's so fun. Yeah. And when we got there, there's like two different ways you can go. And there's one that's the like correct way to go. But for some reason we basically did the loop backwards and we got there like really early in the morning to try to beat the crowds. And I guess when we went backwards, which I think technically you can go either way, but it's just the less common route to go. And there was nobody on our hike and it was so nice. We were basically just wandering through the trails by ourselves and you can get to this like clearing. There's a ton of different trails you can do and stuff, but we just kind of wandered along and found ourselves in this really tall clearing and you could see the Pacific Ocean you could see the Golden Gate Bridge like oh my god peeking through the cloud I mean I guess it was the fog at that point but it was it was Carl uh, yeah Carl was there and he was <laughs> hiding the ocean from us we would have been able to see more of it if he wasn't there but that would have been just the most beautiful view if it was like a clear day when we did that hike oh, that's so cool it that was amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I cannot recommend it enough. It was so fun. I guess Rise of the Planet of the Apes was filmed there. I'm not really familiar as we've discussed on the podcast before. Hallie and I are not big movie buffs, but yeah, if you know that movie, it was filmed there. So, but <laughs> thanks for sharing. Good info. Yeah. Just, just a little fun fact for our movie watchers. <laughs> but one thing I'll say about it is like blogs and even like the Muir Woods website was like, don't try to drive here because there's no service when you get to the park and you won't be able to get like directions or anything like that to get here. But if you, so the alternative to that so how, is yeah, I was gonna say, how are you supposed to doing like a organized tour from San Francisco where you like get on a bus and the bus takes you there. That okay. way you don't have to pay for parking or anything like that either. But the buses are just, you're like restricted on time. So you have to do a certain amount of hiking and then catch the bus before it leaves without you. And we just really didn't want to do that. So we were like, whatever, we'll risk it. And I like tried to just write down directions so that if our phones lost service, we could figure out how to get there. So we rented a rental car and you have to, if you do that, you have to park or get your parking reservations ahead of time because you have to reserve like a parking spot when you're there. So we did that the day before we got our rental car and we had service the whole time. So our GPS took us straight there. I guess the roads are kind of windy. So that was like another reason where they were like blogs and stuff like don't drive yourself, but it was totally fine. I mean, just go. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. And that was so worth it because then we could take our time doing the hikes and stay out there as long as we wanted to. And yeah, that definitely seems like the way to do it. So I hate like being on a time constraint when I'm traveling. That just like is so stressful. Especially on hikes. Like we didn't know how long it was going to take us. And so we didn't know like when we needed to like turn around. You know, we didn't have known any of that. So the rental car thing or if you have your own car there, that was the way to go, I feel like. Or a U-Haul if you're under 25. Yeah, exactly. Get that (laughs) U-Haul. Okay. So that was number one. What's your number two thing to do in San Francisco? Okay. Number two, I would say go to the Palace of Fine Arts or just like that whole surrounding area. It's so pretty. So I didn't actually go 
in this building, the Palace of Fine Arts. It was built in 1915 for an art exhibition, but now it's just used for big events like weddings, galas, whatever. But oh, cool. just the outside of it is so pretty. It's built like the architecture style is French. We actually got a listener question about it does San Francisco feel like Europe? And I was like, no, I don't think it really does at all. But this one area, that would be like the one part that really feels European or at least like French because the architecture there is French. They have this little pond with a fountain in front of it and people are just out there picnicking and it's just super, super, super pretty. That was we like just got our little takeout from there's like restaurants and stuff around there. So fun. We yeah, we got our little takeout boxes and just sat and and picnicked outside the Palace of Fine Arts. And it was so So it's not like a museum or anything. It's just like an event center. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but the outside is so pretty. It's just so it's like photos. Yeah, it's too pretty for just I mean I'm sure the inside's gorgeous too like having a wedding there would be gorgeous but yeah yeah, there were people there taking like senior pictures and there was like wedding photos happening there so it was really pretty but that the Palace of Fine Arts is just on the outside of this park called Presidio Park and that is this huge it's like 40 acres of green space and it used to be a U.S. Army post. So there's like museums in there, memorials, trails, and that park we didn't like wander through, but I think that would be really cool if you had more time to yeah. kind of just walk through the park. Um, you can see views of the city and the Pacific Ocean from there. That's so, so cool. Yeah, that whole area is just really cool. Cities on the coast are just like unmatched. I know. It's, like seeing like a skyline and the shoreline yes. is so cool for some reason. I don't know no, why. But. I agree. Okay. What is number three? Okay. Number three as a must do in San Francisco. This is kind of random. I wonder if people who are San Francisco locals are going to be like, seriously, this is what you're choosing. But we went to this restaurant called Chubby Noodle. And okay. so my friend, my friend, Erin, she lives in San Francisco. She, so she was like, you guys, we have to do this bottomless brunch at Chubby Noodle. And it's an Asian place, like a Asian Bottom, comfort Asian food. bottomless brunch. Yes. And so okay. I'm like, okay, I'm concerned about this but I trust you Aaron sounds like a big time stomach ache waiting to happen yes I'm intrigued you rent or you reserve tables for 90 minute slots and it truly it's not only bottomless brunch it's bottomless food and bottomless mimosas for 90 minutes okay and they just keep bringing you food (gasps) and they you get there and there's a whole (sighs) bottle of champagne and a crop of orange juice just waiting for you and they just how much was this I, I can't even remember. I can look it up and put it on the Instagram later, but it wasn't anything crazy, especially in San Francisco. Prices are so expensive, yeah, but for the amount of food ask you get, the food, they truly just keep bringing you food and you, you can't so take So how was it? Was it just brunch because of the time of day it was, or was it actually brunch food? Yeah, it wasn't really brunch food. It was like all sorts of just like Asian fusion okay. sorts of food with mimosas. But it was the food so is so interesting. Good. In but that the, sounds fire. Also, it was like the so we sat outside. The place is small. They don't have the name on the door. You just have to like know what it is. Oh, and cool. we sat outside and they're like 
blasting music. It was the most gorgeous day. We're drinking oh, our so mimosas fun. in this new city with our friend. Yeah. That lives across the country. The that vibes we don't are see good. That. Oh, it was perfection. And Erin literally, we're like leaving. She's like, you can't take any food, but usually I can get away with taking a bottle of champagne because they just like bring us bottles. So she literally just like put it under her jacket or something and walked away with a bottle of champagne. What a power move. That's amazing. Only Aaron, though. It was amazing. Well, when you're living in San Francisco, you got to take what you can get. And that's what I was going to ask about. Like, all I hear is how crazy the cost of living there is. So, like, did Aaron say any, like, living there? What's her experience? Yeah. So she has lived with in like this little apartment and she has like three or four roommates. Their apartment okay. is super, super cute. They get a view of like the bay and so they they have really good view. It's a great location. But yeah, she's like splitting this tiny apartment with like three or four other people and spending the equivalent of like when Jackson and I were living in our apartment. Like she was I think she was still spending more. So definitely it's expensive. But then she is doing good enough that she's shout out Erin. She's moving into her own little like studio apartment now that also Yay! has like a little Go view Aaron. of the Golden Gate Bridge. So oh, just so fun. be a thriving working girl and you can do whatever you set your mind to. Were you shocked at like any of the prices of like restaurants when you were there or was it pretty yeah. comparable to like any city? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I also don't really care about spending money. One, when I'm traveling, I just expect to spend more money than I would spend if I'm home. And so I don't really care. You got to eat. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'd say like the cocktails were definitely more expensive. And even just like we went the day that we went to the Palace of Fine Arts and picnicked, we got these like little takeout salads and those were maybe like $25 or something. So oh my gosh, yeah, it's definitely expensive, but... Just know that going in and yeah. it's a vacation. You got to eat. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, so. for sure. Okay. So we've got our three things to definitely do in San Francisco. What about three things to skip? Not worth doing. Okay. One I would say is an organized wine tour. Definitely go to Napa if you have the time to make a little day trip up to Napa. But we did an organized wine tour where we got picked up by a bus in San Francisco and then they took us to three different wineries. We did our little things there and then they drove us home. Mm -hmm. And I would say instead of doing that, just pick out the one that you want to go to and just figure out a way to get there and stay there and kind of camp out there and enjoy your time there. Because I just felt like the tours aren't going to like the nice ones and we couldn't really just get to like relax and drink wine. It was like, okay, Mm -hmm. on to the next one. Right. And so it wasn't as like relaxing and enjoyable. It was still fun. I'm glad we did it. But there's one winery called Domain Carneros and that's like our friend that lived in San, lives in San Francisco, that's the one she recommended. But by the time we went to make a reservation there, they were booked up. So I would oh, say wow. if you're doing a Napa or San Francisco trip, look early and make reservations early. I would definitely recommend that one. It looks so gorgeous. If you look online, you'll know what I mean. The pictures are just insane. They're known so for cool. sparkling wine and Pinot Noir, particularly at this winery. I love Napa. sparkling wine. I love both of those. I love Pinot Noir. Yeah. I love a good little sparkling wine. And Napa in general is known for 
mostly it's reds, like the Cabernets, but they also are known for Chardonnay, which that was the first Chardonnay that I've ever tried was when we were at not that I've ever tried, but the only one that I've ever tried that I liked was in Napa. Okay. And since then, I'm like, have been able to find some Chardonnays I like, but Napa really introduced me to the Chardonnay game. Every time, sorry, this is such a tangent, but every time I think of California wine country, I just always think of the parent trap. Parent trap. I knew you were yes. going to say that. Yeah. It's exactly what comes to mind. And because I've like never been there to experience it for myself. So the only picture of reference that I have in my mind is in the parent trap when they're like, whenever. In, yeah. Well, when we, because Jackson and I like to, you know, drink wine, we are trying to kind of collect some wines, whatever. And whenever I talk about like, oh, how nice would it be if we had a wine cellar? I think of yeah. that scene when he goes down with Elizabeth and he blows the dust off the wine bottle and yes. it gets in her eye. She backs oh up gosh. and the sunlight illuminates her tear brimming eyes. Oh, heartbreaking. Cinematic masterpiece. True. Parent trap is so top tier. Okay. Anyways, sorry. Back to San Francisco. Um, Wait, okay. The one thing else? I was going to, yeah, I was going to say about Napa, the tricky part and part of the reason why we did an organized tour is that Napa is like an hour north of San Francisco. So if you don't okay. have, well, even if you did have your own car, you're like going and drinking wine. So you either have True. to have a DD or you just have to not drink too much that you can't drive an hour home. Yeah. Ubers are going to be expensive. So, I mean, my friend that lives there, she's like, we just get a big group together and split an Uber and it doesn't end up being that much money. But it was just yeah. me and Jackson. So that's part of the reason why we did the bus thing. But I feel like if you can go and just enjoy your wines and enjoy yourself at the one winery, you can just right. let it kind of settle out before you have to drive back. For sure. Okay. Number two. Okay. Number two for things to skip would be Alcatraz. So really? Okay. But all of my like things to skip are like, like I was like, oh, skip an organized tour to Napa, but still go to Napa. And that's like okay. my Alcatraz thing is like, so here's my issue with it. I love a good learning opportunity. That's why I'm surprised that you don't that you didn't like that. I was disappointed with the tour. I wanted more. I felt like oh watch God. probably watch like a documentary on Alcatraz and you're gonna get more information than I felt like the audio tour gave. Okay. I don't know. We went during the day and it was I, I just felt how can I even describe this? It didn't even feel real. It felt like a fake. You know when you go to Disney World and they they have these like fake mines and these fake and it's things. like it's everything's to, moving like automated. No, not that, but like they're or just like I felt like I was on a movie set there. That I feel like that's a better okay. like it felt like a fake old prison it didn't feel like this was actually Alcatraz it felt like they were trying to recreate it and it didn't even feel real and the audio tour didn't have enough information for what I wanted so I was just a little disappointed with it okay but the best part of it honestly was the boat rides so you take the little ferry ride over to the island uh -huh. and then you can look back and see San Francisco from Alcatraz and that's really cool you can oh, see the yeah. Golden Gate Bridge to your right you can see the skyline of San Francisco and the bay and that's really really cool and that view it was kind of wild to think about you know how 
torturous that would be for the prisoners that were on Alcatraz. Yeah. Because they're just staring at this like untouchable, unattainable life on the other side of the bay that they can't get to. And that was kind of wild to be like, yeah, how they felt. The fact that they're just like so isolated on an island is like wild. Right. I didn't even realize though that Alcatraz was only in operation for less than 30 years. It eventually oh, got why? too it got too expensive to maintain okay. and so they closed it down conveniently closed it down right after the three prisoners escaped but they said they were planning on closing it down before then hmm. so conspiracy yeah, yeah. so yeah if uh, quick facts if you don't know the 1934 was when it opened and it was or that was when the first prisoners arrived and it was a maximum security prison so the Prisoners that were causing issues in other prisons were sent to Alcatraz. Al Capone is like the most famous, I feel like, prisoner that was there. He was like the Chicago mobster, but he was not one of the prisoners that escaped. I don't remember the three that escaped, but basically how they did it was they got these plaster heads. Like they created fake basically body doubles and they put those in their beds. And so when they the guards did their evening checks, it looked like they were in their beds. And oh they gosh. somehow like they had slowly created a hole in the walls and they got out of their um, cell, climbed through the walls and escaped. Apparently, I mean, they had to have swam the like yeah. one and a half, two miles from Alcatraz to the bay and then just like wandered into their own life. but Which is a crazy swim for people that have had very little physical activity. Right. Probably very poor nutrition to be able to just like get out. And then the water is probably freezing. Yeah. There's sharks. Like it's a long, I mean, that's a long swim. Even if you are like a swimmer, that's still a long swim. Because what's an Ironman swim? A mile. I'm pretty sure. Okay. That's what I thought. I feel like we should fact check that. Oh, no. It's 2.4 mile swim. Oh, an Ironman? Okay. Yeah. still. But that's like, depending on the route you take, if you can swim a straight shot, it could maybe be a mile and a half. But with the waves, you're going to be going like zigzaggy. Yeah. So it could be potentially like close to that distance. Oh, my gosh. So, and they've never been found. Like, they've never been found. So it's like, okay. So do you think they, they even made it? I feel like they did because... You can do that. You can you can pay to have like have an experience where you swim from Alcatraz to the bay, and people do it all horrible. the time. Why would I, you pay to do that? I want to do it. Okay, I saw that there's a triathlon that literally like the swim. Oh my gosh, is from Alcatraz to the bay, and then you and then you have bike to and bike on the-, on the hills of San yes. Francisco. Wouldn't that be so Kelsey, cool? No, that sounds oh, horrible. No, I'm like this would be amazing. I. But it's like hard to get into. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm literally signing up for it next year. So you Let's can like do it. bite off a shark. Yeah. For your oh swim. Gosh. You really want to do that. Well, in okay. the ocean. if you think about it, there's the going to be water. so many people that are swimming with you. The sharks are going to be so scared. They're not going to come up to you because it's going to be like I a don't think that's how it these. works. <laughs> that's but. what I would tell myself. <laughs> I guess as long as you like get in the middle of the pack, right, you'd exactly. be protected. I'm not going to be just, leading Just or don't less. fall behind. Yeah. I'll be right in the middle. But also, it's an organized thing, so there are going to be people that are... I mean, when I did my triathlon this past summer in a little lake, there were people all over to make sure no one drowned. So if yeah, you're doing it out in the true. Pacific Ocean, they're going to make sure that none of that happens. But you have oh to like gosh. know people to get into this triathlon. It's not 
Like you it's can't very just exclusive. like it is. So okay. yeah. So we'll see if Kelsey finds her way in there. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, if you have time, I guess do Alcatraz, but don't be like super bummed if you can't. I mean, maybe do just like a ferry ride because you can do just like a ferry ride around Alcatraz and come back. Because mm-hmm. I thought that was cool to get an idea of how far away it truly is. Yeah. To see San Francisco from out in the water was cool, but getting on the island itself just walk watch a documentary it would be better depending on how much of a nerd you are you may or may not be disappointed by the yeah. level of information that you receive I feel like mom would feel me and she would totally agree She'd you and like, mom are the same in that you guys are both Monica's like, oh my god obsessed with <laughs> learning and new information and I love it competition and yeah <laughs> can't deny that you're like I can make this swim those pri- I definitely could. prisoners would have a hard time, but I could do it. I mean, it'd be freaking hard, but I could do it. Yeah. Okay. What is number three of things to skip? Okay. This is like a real thing to skip. I don't have a caveat. This is Fisherman's Wharf or the Pier 39 area. This is just like the most touristy, like carnival vibe of okay. the area of San Francisco. That it's they've got um, just all sorts of little like shops and there's like the wax museum. I don't know how to say it, but it's like Madame Tussauds Max Museum or oh, something. Yeah. I probably butchered that pronunciation. But I've heard of that though. It's like pretty well known ma- wax museum, but it's just all that's all in this like corner and this pier area. But that's also super like there's tons of homeless people in that area because it draws a lot of tourists. Like yeah, you just have to be really careful because people know that your tourists there so they're gonna take advantage of you or you just have to watch your stuff or whatever it can just be kind of like dirty gross over there I don't know I didn't really like it and I mean that's where you can go there's lots of the seals San Francisco you can see all these seals that like are sunbathing and stuff like that so but I feel like you could get lucky and see the seals somewhere else you don't have to go over to this area to do that so Yeah, I would say just avoid that. There's nothing special over there for you to see. Okay, so I think it's really cool that you got to stay with a local. I feel like that always makes like your traveling experience so Mm -hmm. much better and so much less stressful when you don't have to like figure out every single thing to do for yourself in a new place that's like so overwhelming. So what were some things that you got to experience through Aaron who lives there that like maybe you wouldn't have experience if you were just like there on your own. I feel like San Francisco is really polarizing because there's a decently large homeless population and a lot of people are like, oh, it's dirty. The city's dirty, whatever. But the fact that we, when we first got there, Erin like picked us up from the airport. We went straight to her apartment and then she like, we stayed with her. And so she showed us like where to go and we just didn't go to the gross parts. Like she knew exactly where to avoid. And so she was able to show us the good things that San Francisco had to offer. And so I feel like that's why me and Jackson were like, oh, my gosh, we love San Francisco. It's a great city. So, yeah, yeah, it's just all about perspective. If you're in a city and you're like, oh, my gosh, this area is so bad or this is so gross, you're probably just in a bad area. The whole city's not like that. But anyways, yeah, so it was super fun having Aaron there to show us around. We did this or we went to, so after we did the chubby noodle experience where we had our Mm -hmm. like mimosas and stuff like that, then we went to this area called Fort Mason and it's just this big green space and it was just 
all like mid 20s to mid 30s people just hanging out and like day drinking or just like hanging out and people were listening to music there wasn't like a concert there wasn't any okay. like event but it was just this huge park where people just go and hang out and you can oh, just that's so meet fun. people and just like you just like picnic and you're just like laying your blankets out on the grass and you're just like hanging out I mean it's like thousands of people here that's crazy and yeah it's so cool but I feel like you'd be like why would that be on like blogs to be like go to this park like I don't know that's nothing special it's just people that gather and that's just what the locals do yeah that's and so we fun. hung out there like all afternoon until it was like time to go to dinner and then go to the bars after so that was so fun that was also like the first day we were there when it was so warm so sunny it was gorgeous yeah it's so much fun Oh, that's so nice. Okay, so was it, like, as hilly as you were expecting? Was it worse or, like... So, Aaron kind of lived closer to the water. So, the further to the water that you get, like, to the bay, it gets flat. But then as you right. go further inland, then it's super hilly. The thing with the hills there is not just, like, that there's so many. It's they're so steep. Right. Like, I would have And been that's why I was so... going to ask, like, when you guys had that rental car, were you, like, driving on those hills? No, because when we took the rental car, we went out of the city. We were never driving through San Francisco in the rental okay. car. Anytime we were driving anywhere, we were in an Uber or Aaron was driving us. But when we would, like, get to the edge, I remember sitting in the passenger seat and she's driving and we get to the edge and it's, like, straight down. It's so scary, oh actually. Oh, my gosh. I guess it's just, like, one of those things that you'd get used to. But Right, right. But even she was, like, okay like this hill we're coming up to is like really steep so just like be aware don't they but, have like tracks on their streets like yeah so you can ride the trams but when we went it was may of 2021 so they weren't operating because oh. of covid so i'm assuming okay. by now they're operating again but yeah that's like their little public transportation system are these cute little that's trams so, cute. so i feel like that's a very san francisco thing to do that we just didn't because of COVID. Yeah, they weren't operating Okay, anything else? Any other good spots? The only other thing I'll say about food is the they have lots of pockets of like different cuisine. So like oh, the cool. North Beach area is known as their little Italy. And then they have another area that's Chinatown. And so they have like all these different cuisines. The food scene there is great. So we ate at a really good Italian place. And yeah, there's so many options for food. So yeah, just be prepared. You're going to spend a little bit of money. We already talked about it. it's expensive. Yeah. But the food's good. It's worth it. So yeah. Well, I can't wait to go someday. This got no. me so excited. It sounds yeah. so fun. I know. It's fun. So don't let people tell you San Francisco is like a bad city or it's gross. You should tell them, well, maybe you should go back and give it another chance and do these things and skip. Do these three things and skip these three things. Exactly. So. There you go. Yeah. Well, I feel like that was so informative. I hope you guys felt like you learned a little bit about the city as well. Let us know, as always, on Instagram if you have had different experiences in San Francisco, if you have anything to recommend that maybe Kelsey didn't go to, if there's any other good spots. And we would love to share with the followers. Follow us on Instagram if you're not already. We have a lot of good content and information on there, pictures to go along with all of our episodes, 
All of these are also posted on YouTube if you like to watch video instead. And please, if you're feeling so generous, leave us a review. That helps so much. We would love you forever. We want more people to know about our podcast. So spread the word, share it, do whatever. Thank you for our loyal listeners. We hope everybody has a great rest of your day. And in honor of this episode and the Super Bowl coming up, we're cheering for the 49ers. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Despite Taylor Swift. Right. Or maybe yeah. because of Taylor Swift, depending <laughs> on what side of the drama you're on. But. Either way. All right. <laughs> bye, guys. Thanks for listening.